OK. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. And we are back in our studio. Yes, hear that sound quality. It is so good, and I am so ecstatic to be back in this yes. booth. It feels right when it we're does. recording here. It feels so good, and it feels like I'm back in the groove of things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of grooves of things, I have a huge apology to make to all of our listeners out there, and especially our patrons. Over the past summer, things have gotten incredibly difficult and stressful for me, and some of you may have seen the post that I made on our Patreon that I ended up linking to our Facebook. Basically, I was stuck in a dead-end job for two months that left me so tired and worn down that I had absolutely no energy to edit anything. I was and am still behind on quite a few projects. Some of them I'm going to have to say I can't do anymore because I just don't have the time or the energy. Yeah, especially with school coming up. Exactly. I'm in my final year and I really need to focus on making this last year count and doing as many job opportunities as I can. That doesn't mean, okay, podcast is going to go away. Hell no. This is one of my favorite (laughs) things in the world. But Hell no, we won't go. (laughs) (laughs) What that does mean is I am still behind on patron content for those who have paid. However, I have the backlog and I know exactly who has paid for what and who needs what content. For those who have paid for that exclusive patron content, you are still going to get that content. Even if you have lowered your subscription, I'm still going to give you the content that you rightfully paid for and that you rightfully deserve. That is something I'm still going to do. It's just going to be delayed some more because things have been so difficult for me. Um, Yeah. Apart from a dead-end job, I went into August thinking that I would be able to sustain myself off of a production job that I was doing for like five or ten hours every couple weeks. And I came back from a trip in Colorado and they informed me that they didn't know how many hours they could give me. Yeah. So I've been effectively unemployed for the past month and I have been job hunting and then all of my technology decided to break all at once. Yes. Um, My phone and my computer died and I had to shell out the money out of pocket to replace them. I still do not have a job. Uh, But we're working on it. That's a lot of mental load. Yeah. So things are really difficult for me right now. And I hope that y'all are sympathetic and empathetic to my situation. But I am also sympathetic and empathetic to yours. And like I said, you are going to get that content that you rightfully deserve. It's just going to have to be delayed a little bit longer. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to understand what you've been going through. Thank you. Um, and I thank you so much for taking on so much of the the editing and the production. Like, this show wouldn't be where it is without you, <laughs> Like, Thank you. You're extremely hardworking, and I know he's always been on top of, like, getting the episodes out on time. I try and so like that. hard. And, you know, helping us keep on track of just like, okay, wait. Did we record patron content? You know, like, so the problem definitely isn't, like, us recording. We just got to get the final episode out to you all. Yeah, so I think I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to bounce back. Oh, yeah. Slowly but surely, we definitely will. And again, like, 
we're in year two. That in and of itself is admirable that we're in year two of this podcast because yes. let me tell you guys a little note that not a whole lot of people know. Majority, I think it's either 50 or 75% of podcasts that are made do not get past episode 10. Even in just trying to listen and find other J Fashion podcasts, we were able to, I think, find like one or two that started and then they, they dropped off. And so I'm extremely proud of us for making it this far, cultivating the community that we have. You know, recently on Ruffle Chat, there was someone who was like, is there any Lolita J Fashion podcasts? And I was like, hello, me. <laughs> and there was another person who was like, okay, podcast does general J Fashion. And I'm just like, yay, that's hello. us. <laughs> that's me. But that also is very interesting to me because yeah. it shows how separated the sub subcultures in J fashion are mm -hmm. where you know I talk to Lolitas and they have no idea the basics of like fairy K or visual K right, and I feel true, that people true. outside of Lolita are very f well versed in mm -hmm. all types of J fashion subcultures which That's is just really interesting right right and you know just shows like there is a need for content that touches upon a lot of those subjects and interviews people from different style sections because different styles cultivate different communities. Things are hopefully turning up. I feel yeah. like this summer has been weird for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been speaking with a lot of people in my industry sphere and even just friends and practically everyone who I've spoken to has been like, this summer has been hectic and a roller coaster mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just wild. And I think it's because Mercury is in Gatorade yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, my phone got stolen from me. Um, oh, that was so Physically from my, from my hands. And I actually like chased after the guy, even though I'm thinking back to him like, that's not safe. <laughs> so I had to like go through all of that and like feeling terrible afterwards. And that was after like, I've been doing a lot of conventions. We've been going to conventions and everything mm -hmm. too. Just feeling a little bit like burnt out, you know? Yeah, um, it's been a lot. Speaking of conventions, I have been posting about it on our Facebook page, but in case you haven't seen, there is a new J Fashion convention slash event, KCON. Yes! And it seems finally. super, super cool. Oh, I would love to go someday. Yeah. I have no clue, like, what it's about or what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. but I'm so excited and I want to hear and see all the things. It is coming up very soon. It is in October of this year. So get your tickets, get your reservations. Oh, wow, that's really close. Yeah, it is very, very close. So hop on the plane. <laughs> yes. So this year's theme for KCON is Midnight Carnival of Cake. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so because it is an October event, it looks like they're going for a more spooky, spooky. theme this year. Some of the guests that they have announced are Ghost Girl Goods. Oh, we've spoken about them on our podcast before. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Girl Goods is also collaborating right now with 6% Doki Doki. Oh, yeah. With the new Kawaii generation. And they're going around the U.S. Yeah, they're doing And tour. Canada for... Yeah tours and modeling. They also have Spooky Sparkle Party, which is an independent, I think it's U.S.-based Lolita brand. I'm not sure if it's U.S. or Canada, but they're definitely then. They're going to be having a coordinate contest, so get those applications in. The application deadline is September 18th. So already they are 
getting some pretty cool guests in there. So I'm hoping that if this year goes good, next year they can expand even more, get even more guests that are super cool and rad and like maybe overseas or international guests. That would be dope. Yeah, if it could be like anything like Paradiso or what we wanted RuffleCon to be continue. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. So I'm all for this. Like I'm just please do well, please do well, people go I know, to this. exactly. So lots of cool things in the J Fashion community still coming up for us. What else is going on in the community? Delta H Con. Yes. At Delta H Con, I'm gonna be debuting my comic. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> you seem you sound so lackluster. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Well, okay. I've been wanting to put out this comic for like fifty years and now I'm just like, it's really happening. I've ordered them. They are coming in September twelfth. But I'm also like my anxiety is just like, well what if they come in and they're all been burned by fire? <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I can't, like, put it out at Delta HCon. Yeah, as long as, like, you know, there's not some sort of crazy tragedy, I should be having these books out. And I got these, like, special exclusive buttons, too, to go with them. And you can, like, buy them together as part of a, like, special bundle and a um, temporary tattoo. And I'll sign it for you, too. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be really cool. I personally have already read it, and I highly recommend it. I think it's very cool, and I'm like, um, when's part two? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I have, like, bonus art in it. The issue has, like, a forward by Harajuku Day LA coordinator Monique Lee, and so it was really cool to have them say, like, their interpretation of the comic and even, like, our friendship and basically the feelings I want to put into this comic. The comic is basically about this girl, uh, Michelle, who really wants to join Hard Decora, which is this really cool mischief-loving girl gang out in Grove City. They sell candy on the streets, wear colorful outfits, and just don't give a damn. With her mother in the hospital and no place to go, Hard Decora seems like the best way to gain security and friendship. Problem is, she's already pissed off Sour Note, her best connection to the gang. Will she ever find her way to upgrade her basic life with Hard Decora? Wow. Spoiler, there are furries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, there are fursuiters and fighting and style. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I really like it. <laughs> it's a very, very fun, whimsical read. There's an extended preview on my website if you want to, like, check it out first. And if you're going to be at Delta HCon, definitely check out the fashion show. The fashion show is going to be featuring Sugary Symbiote, OdaQ, and yours truly. So that's going to be a wonderful dream team of brands together for the first time. Hell yeah. We (laughs) love black-owned businesses. (laughs) So that's going to be really cool. So definitely go out and see that. I know each designer is going to have some panels. I'm going to have an alternative fashion confidence panel. OdaQ is going to have some panels. Sugary Symbiote's going to have a panel. I think there's going to be this Lolita Tea Party event and then there's going to be a, a general J Fashion sort of event too, I think. Don't quote me on that. Go go on. <laughs> go on their website and see everything. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a swap meet too. So I'm excited about that. 
Speaking of J Fashion events, in this episode, you're going to hear the interview that we had with Lun Lun, who was a J Fashion model at Anime Expo this year. And we are going to get their experience about the J Fashion show. Now, this interview took place the day after the fashion show. Mm -hmm. So Lun Lun is very tired. Please don't come after them for that. Yeah. It was very difficult and they needed all the rest. So just yeah, be nice. Anime Expo is extremely, extremely exhausting event. So without further ado, we're going to throw it over to our past selves with our interview with Lun Lun. Hey, y'all. It's Hayden. It's Kamila. We've talked a bit about how OK Podcast is a labor of love for us. Yes. Neither of us get paid to create this content, and we make it because it's important and we love to do it. Yeah, doing this podcast does take a lot of time and a bit of money, though. Because of that, we would like to tell you about our Patreon. If you become a monthly Patreon at any level, you'll get to contribute questions to our monthly guests. And if you donate at the $3 a month level, you'll gain access to our bonus patron content, which has special interviews with our guests. Like what it's like to be in a Garusa, switching styles, and tips on modeling in Japan. There's absolutely no obligation to become a patron whatsoever, but we would greatly appreciate it. So thank you so much, and now back to the show. Woo! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to OK Podcast. And today we have our amazing, amazing guest model, Lon Lon, with us. Lon Lon was a model in the Anime Expo fashion show this year with H. Naoto and Hot Topic, correct? That's correct. And you've been a model at uh, multiple anime expos as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> so much wisdom here. <laughs> so many. Today we're going to be talking with Lon Lon about their experience with the anime expo fashion shows. So the first question that I have for you, Lon Lon, is how did you first get into J fashion? Just starting with the basics. Okay, well, when I was like 11, I was like into anime and I knew that Japan was pretty cool and I would look at fashion magazines kind of like for teens. They would always have some foreign fashion trend in this magazine and one one day they featured Japan and there was something to do with their shoelaces that I emulated that was Japanese. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. But I, just, I was like, that was my first intro to J fashion. So it's just like an early thing. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining like going through the Tiger Beat magazines. Do you remember those? Tiger yeah, Beat? They were like no Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Like the quizzers are like, would Nick Jonas want to date you? Right. That kind of shit. <laughs> I never had those. So what was your experience with AX before the fashion show yesterday? Well, that, I'm all two other times with AX, so mm-hmm. that was my experiences. But it was usually run by this lady I know, Rubab, so she wasn't doing it this time. Yeah. But my previous experience was with, was with her. Okay. And leading up to this, when you like sent in your application and uh, things did eventually get accepted, how did that process go? You just apply. It's just like volunteering for anything else. Or mm-hmm. like kind of how an mm-hmm. AX, like, hey, do you want to perform? Do you want to be a performer? It's kind of like that. They're like, hey, do you want to model? You apply. And a lot of times if you've modeled already, they'll remember you and they'll cast you again. Yeah. Times it's yeah. just like they're just picking. It's kind of like a community fashion show mm-hmm. in a way. So they're just picking people that wear the fashion and like just want to wear it. Uh, what was your experience yesterday during the fashion show and during the rehearsals? I, I, I've i heard a lot of... Okay, well, for what, what rehearsal for one of them? Mm. 
Uh, Oof. <laughs> Wait, was it, was that hot topic? It was hot topic. I knew it because the stage direction was looking inconsistent. We didn't have one. a stage direction for hot topic. Oh. I didn't know what I was doing until right seconds before I stepped on the runway. Wow. Yeah, that literally, it looks I like walked that's up, what happened. There was like, I'm watching the last model go, and I'm like, all right, what am I supposed to do? Like, um, and, you know, I kind of like vaguely know what they're saying, but I've never rehearsed yeah. it. So I had never walked on the runway for Hot Topic until that moment. Wow. Wow. So that's, that's why I was like being kind of, I wasn't 100%, but I was also just kind of more casual about it. Yeah. Did they like, not have a representative back there? No. They did not. They just, the other brands were had people. So. Right, right. Yeah, it kind of seemed inconsistent for them because I was just like, oh, some people are walking up to this point in the stage. Some people are going right. Some people are going left. Some people don't pose again when they're going back backstage. I kind of like made note of that. I was like, this is sort of strange. Freestyle. Yeah. So... I know you guys like had to wake up extremely early for yesterday and to like get everything mm -hmm. done. What was it like backstage? It could be chaotic at times for sure. Cause like the hot topic thing, I, it, it got to the point where a lot of people were asking me a lot of questions. It's like, I, I, I got to the point where I was like, wait a minute, there is no one to ask, answer our questions. It was just us. So for hot topic, mm. it was it was just us. So, wow! Yeah. Uh, I just had to I had to basically just go around asking someone to to send someone to help us. Wow. Yeah, so that's not usual. It's the first time I had like had no direction chaos, for something. But normally, like normally, it's still chaotic. But that was that was the most chaotic I ever dealt with. Mm -hmm. So I noticed with H Nauto, there was like variations in the different like stage positions of the models and everything That's like that. That's what they told us to do. And yeah. yeah, like so how much rehearsal was was there for for that? Very brief. Uh, yeah. We we like did everything a lot shorter this time. The show went on at like twelve thirty or one. Mm -hmm. Normally it's at six o'clock, and we still get up at six a.m. Six so a.m. Like, that's that's true. what I prefer, and that's why I like when Rubab uh, she would do that. Yeah, yeah. So I remember. I have more time. Right, <laughs> right. That's different. It from... felt very like all right. I'm doing this for the first time. Yeah, you know? okay. that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And she wanted you to get make sure to it was through perfect. Your clothes at least once. Oh. There was no dress? There was no fitting? No, there's a fitting, but oh. usually you get to walk in it at least once. Yeah, do a like dress for me, rehearsal. They, they did a different outfit on me like last second. Oh. Like second and that was a pretty complex and outfit. I was like, dude, I, I don't know how to carry this one yeah. now. Like, I was like, <laughs> I really, and my gloves were so free. I was like, don't drop it, because they said, you have to hold it. I was like, okay. Ooh. Oh no, my gloves are slippery. I was like, oh no, I didn't practice these gloves. And it looked effortless when you're on Yeah, stage. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked really good. Better. Yeah, and I think like <laughs> the fact that H. Nauto, um instructed everyone to be like serious one runway. They looks. did say that though. I was like, this wasn't a cutesy one. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the model pout then. <laughs> right, right. That kind of like helps for like feeling like yeah, I am unsure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your experience yesterday? during the fashion show. Like, how were you feeling on stage um, with H. Nato and, and Hot Topic besides the Unfortunately, confusion? H. Nato was after Hot Topic, so I don't even have time to process what had happened there. So mm. I'm like, normally I'm like I got my head in a really good space, but I was just, I was a bit distracted. I was a like, man, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just don't drop this thing. So right. That's what I was trying to get at. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, how do you think AX, after hearing this experience, could do better in regards to their fashion show? Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Get Rebecca back, please. Let's <laughs> finish it. Rebecca mm-hmm. and her people, the Alonzo Woods, mm-hmm. they're from Louisiana. They uh, organize a fashion show, or they used to, for MeccaCon. Mm-hmm. So they're very good at that. Everything always ran really smoothly when they were on it. So. so maybe you're saying, like, someone with more, like, large fashion show experience. She, like, she has experience with things, but she also knows these people. Like, she knows all these Japanese. Right, like, that's she knows true. To, they have a she relationship. She speaks Japanese, yes. and she... Things go really smoothly. She's very experienced. I don't think anyone else in like the whole convention like scene yeah. is better. So, what kind of stuff did she implement to make the fashion show run smoother under her? I don't know. You have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I don't know. Just like I knew she was experienced, and she worked with good people, and she was very careful with who she worked with, and mm-hmm. like anyone volunteering under her was you know kind of very professional, very always kind and respectful. Made sure everyone had what, what they, they needed. needed. What I'm hearing in there is like attentiveness, attention to detail, having good relationships with both the designers and the models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've worked with Rubab before. And yeah, she has everything because she's she's doing this now. It's like clockwork for mm-hmm. her. You know, she's been to multiple conventions for you know, years on end, stage direction wise, she knows what she wants. She'll watch as it happens and say like, no, you need to stand yeah. right here. Try to stand right, right here. Yeah, exactly. She gives you really good critique on that. And like a, a business like Fake Star, they make arguments for more time and more um, amenities for the fashion show like okay get yeah, these people snacks the get these people fake star right it. fake star that's get a fake star back. <laughs> yeah yeah because like fake star yeah they they have some more pull and they're going to be able to argue for more time and stuff for you because they can advocate for us by advocate like, the whole for bad situation yeah like, they even letting models through because the security didn't have any communication with I guess the fashion people right. were able to, yeah, well, we didn't have, like, a fake star representative face. <laughs> and even just trying to get you into this interview room was difficult because yeah, they didn't give you... having security clearance issues, I guess. Right. It's not really, it's not fashion shows people fault, but... No, not at all. This time. Mm-hmm. It was a lot harder this time. Just with trying to get you in the room, here I'm terrified to think about what would have happened if we tried to get you through priority entrance with us. Mm -hmm. Like, it really depends on what security guard you get. Like, one security guard will be like, yeah, that's fine. Another one is going to be super strict to the rules and be like, no, I can't get you in unless you have an escort. And it's like, okay, when are you going to get an escort? Because we need to be up there in 20 minutes. Like, um, we don't know. It's like partially who's running the fashion show part of it, but then I think it's partially also the convention and what they're willing to give this department this so what was your favorite part from this whole experience we we've covered a lot of issues let's let's yeah. I mean, lift it up as a always like the oh, the reason why you should volunteer to do it is cuz it's sounds selfish but it's for you to have a good experience mm-hmm. so you get to meet all the other models mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like people we all know like Haruka Kiribashi yeah stuff like that and you meet the designers themselves and you, you know sometimes you get to 
you know, hang out with them. Like I hung out mm-hmm. with the people for Hypercore and stuff. Yeah. Listen Flavor last year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this year, well, because it wasn't Fake Star, we didn't have an after party. But mm-hmm. I did get to yeah. meet them outside of the fashion show. I did a photo shoot with H and Alto. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. So we just walked around LA and shot things as we saw them. Yeah, this is one of the conventions where you have an opportunity to meet the designers at the booths that that I was amazed at. And- I didn't I didn't realize that Naoto-san mm-hmm. would be at his booth just yeah. like chilling. I didn't realize Jordan would just be chilling at his booth. Right. I didn't realize Haruka and Chinatsutaina would just be there. Yes. Just like, hey, how's it going? What are you, do you have They're questions? Exhibitors. Right. Yeah. And it has it's changed my life as like a designer being able to meet other more experienced designers in in person. I met Rima and I met June when he was working for Galaxy and now Nuezu. That's how I was able to communicate with him further for like when I went to my trip for Japan and be able to sell in Galaxy for a little bit. That's an opportunity that would not have happened if I wasn't able to meet them in person and talk to them, show them the, show them my designs. Practicing Japanese here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Haruka. I just met Haruka for the first time and she's so sweet and I'm in love. Oh, that was the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I was freaking out so much because I was like... <gasps> Oh my god, that's so, so cool. good. She's very sweet. <laughs> she that really our, is. That was our third fashion show we've done together. Mm-hmm. She really is like the she, sweetest thing. She'll right. Remember you, like. And you really get to see that they're just like, well, I sound so cliche. They're just like you, you they know? Are, <laughs> right? yeah. Just like you. They pump gas just like <laughs> us. But it's just like they're also just artists that are trying to get their name out there too. They are. That's the reality of it. Right. Just like artists too, like everybody else. It's really cool to be able to meet them here they are at other conventions sometimes but um anime expo you just get four days full of chances to meet people um from around the world and then the last question that we have for you is do you hope to walk the catwalk again soon and why or why not probably not i don't maybe could be next year but you know i don't normally it's not something i do a lot i just mm-hmm. do it like i'm just like a volunteer mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. in the real fashion world i'm too short for runway so i'm not <laughs> like a for real runway model or anything it's just like this community you can still thing, be for, for photo you know? photographed you would think so right? even agencies as far as who they pick that you have to be a certain height but you know wow it's just like a fun thing to do like i said it's just the point of doing it's for you to have fun like mm-hmm. doing photo shoots are fun and doing shows are fun. and you get to have friends be friends with the rest of the models making those yeah they remember you yeah. they all this is like now so we we did a show like four years ago that was my mm-hmm. first designer I ever modeled for. Yeah, it was meaningful. He me. <laughs> After I chopped off all my hair, he remembers me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting down with us and discussing this experience with us. I know it's been a really, really, really long weekend, mm-hmm. so we will let you go. And I hope the rest of your weekend is great and you get mm-hmm. lots of rest. Oh, it will be. I won't get rest, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Same. I mean, honestly, you don't get rest until the convention's over, and mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, now. I'm going to sleep for a week. week. Yeah. And with that, this has been OK Podcast. My name is Hayden. My name's Kamila. And this is uh, London, a.k.a. London. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.